On this week's episode of Friend Code, Cuphead finally comes to Switch, Joker, and the Spring 3.0 update for Super Smash Bros. Ultimate is finally here. Uh, Nikkei has a new report out on the two Switch models that have been rumored for months now. Some juicy details there. Also, Tencent might be publishing Switch in China. And Reggie fils -Aimé's Twitter has an image on it that has led to some wild speculation about one of Retro's possible projects. Hello everyone, welcome to an episode of Friend Code. I'm your host, Michael Damiani. This week I'm joined by Bradley Ellis. Hey, achievements. Sorry, I forgot. There you go. I was like, you threw me off. Ben Moore. Joker. Joker achievements. Joker, Joker is achieved in Smash Brothers. Joker is an achievement. We now live in a world where that is a reality. Yes. Feels good. That whole presentation felt good. It did. It was and the fact that it like came out of nowhere for us was really mm -hmm. exciting. And it was a pleasure to be behind the scenes watching all of you react to it. <laughs> like So fun to see that. Before we get into that, though, I want to talk a little bit about Cuphead, which is finally on Switch, released uh, this... We're recording a little bit early, but it'll be out this Friday, April 18th. Um, this is a game that I had not played at all, Brad, mm -hmm. until I played the Switch mm -hmm. version. In fact, we did a group stream of it. I managed to somehow not play it during that what? group stream. I don't Probably know how. sitting at the computer. I don't know how. So you were I, waiting for Joker. Yes. That was <laughs> <laughs> literally had like that on my phone. I was like, no, I can't do it just yet. But I'm curious. Uh, I, I've now played through the whole game. Mm. Uh, Brad, you reviewed it That's for right. us. I did. Ben, you've completed it as I well. I just played it for fun, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. Like, how do you, like, did you, have you played it since? Anytime since review? Recently? Yeah. No. I okay. Haven't. Um, but yeah, what did you like? What did you think about it, Ben? I loved it. Um, it was a game that I played very intensely for a few days, and it was just one of those games that was so satisfying to get over some of those bosses. Not every boss was a challenge, but enough of them were uh, that it was pretty crazy. And I remember getting to the end, and I don't want to ruin it for anybody, but just kind of the gauntlet that you go through. And it's it's one of those games where you can't believe that you did it until you do. Yeah, immense satisfaction. Um, yeah, immense satisfaction. But it's such a gauntlet. The whole game is such a gauntlet <laughs> that I was like, I'm good. Like, I don't need to. Yeah. I did it. I climbed that mountain. I will wait for the DLC. I didn't have, like, any stronger to replay it just because, like, even thinking about Cuphead was kind of exhausting. But, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I, I, that end gauntlet you spoke of, mm -hmm. uh, I, I was surprised I did that. I was, I was like, am I really going to have to do this? Mm -hmm. Oh, this is a real thing. Mm -hmm. Oh, and there's stuff after. I was like, okay, yeah. yeah. Uh, mm -hmm. That was kind of the story for this game for me. Really quick, just uh, a lot of the boss battles, it felt – I felt like there were these really critical moments I had in this game – where I thought things had revved up and the difficulty spike had just gone maybe too harsh, but then I realized it was just something I, that hadn't clicked with me yet. And like the first and most defining moment for that me was the uh, the one of the aerial uh, when you're in the plane battles yeah. with the bird boss. <laughs> yeah. And the and if you there's it's in the birdhouse, right? Yes, or something like that. Yeah. The final part of it where it is being carried around by like two like medics or whatever. Mm -hmm. I was so I I didn't realize. I mean, I did realize. I just didn't click to change weapon types sure. in that battle. So I was trying to use this like the horizontal like bullets to hit this heart that kept popping out and all these projectiles. And I'm like, this is insane. Yeah. I'm, I got really close, but I was like, this, I'm getting really annoyed now. Right. And then I actually hit the change item button, a weapon button. I was like, oh, wait, I have these like little bombs. I, could, I was like, yep. 
use that was a joke. I was like, oh my gosh. Yeah. Like, and then the very next island, Inkwell Island, I got to, one of the NPCs was like, yo, you should maybe try changing your weapons and stuff. Yeah. And so, I was like, oh my gosh. I was mm-hmm. like, yeah, so good. But also just, I loved it. I loved how I always felt like no matter how challenging the, these, the, the boss encounters were, that I felt like I was making progress as I saw all the phases in them. Right. And I loved how a lot of them mixed it up. Wouldn't throw you the, it wouldn't be the same exact patterns. They would sometimes throw you like a different one first or second. And I really appreciate that about boss battles that don't become super scripted where you can like plot it out from beginning to end. It throws you some curveballs. Yeah. And I love that. Yeah. The, the, the amount of variety in that game for what that game is, which is mostly boss battles, uh, is pretty crazy. And you want to keep playing because it never really feels like you're doing exactly the same thing again and again. Mm-hmm. And consider, like, yes, you get new weapons. Yes, they change up the fights. Yes, the bosses have different mechanics. But it is a relatively simple game. And somehow they manage to stretch those relatively simple mechanics, like, constantly from beginning to end. And, yeah, it was it was lovely. Uh, I think it's presentation helps oh, it a lot. Yes. Absolutely. Like, feeling fresh. All these bosses are, like, super well animated. Everything looks crazy. You want to yep. see what the boss is going to do. So I think that really... Keeps you motivated to keep going forward. Yeah, and it looks good on Switch. On Switch, yeah. I mean, you, I'm, I'm looking. You can take a look at it, it if you want. Well, good, we'll be, yeah. you'll be, you should be seeing this on the screen too. Here, footage that will be rolling at the bottom here. That should still be rolling right here. But I was just impressed. I, I mean, yeah. when we did the group stream, I was like, this looks really good. But even on the handheld screen, it looked phenomenal. Mm-hmm. Like, I love this art style. Yeah, it's great. Um, and in fact, the Switch version, uh, which I'm playing now ahead of release. Uh, it, it got updates that all versions will be getting uh, on Friday, April 18th. There's going to be a big update to the game, which includes improved load times, a lot of That's new animations, nice. like new intro animations for for uh, bosses and cu- stuff. for bosses and for Cuphead and uh, Mugman. Mugman. The the whole intro, all the cinematics have been redone to be animated oh, now. Oh yeah, they're oh, like nice. actually because yeah. I was watching Brad's review and mm-hmm. I saw the opening thing. It was like a storybook thing, mm-hmm. but they were all static images. I was like, wait, but mine, they're moving around and stuff. Oh, I was like, oh, okay, shoot. that's pretty neat. Um, yeah, a lot of uh, this like kind of cosmetic and quality of life changes there that will be coming to all versions that already is available on the Switchers, including a. Uh, a lot of new localized, uh, localized languages. Yeah, that's uh, cool. A lot of support for that so more people can play this game. I would say, like, it, it was a great length. Uh, mm-hmm. I had a good time. The, the, probably the weakest thing about it for me was the the run-and-gun levels. levels that, yeah, some I, of those I brought were, that up in my review. Yeah, some of them felt a little weaker than the rest mm-hmm. of the game. Sure. But, oh, Still the, fun. The music in this game. Yes. Oh, wow. I mean, I knew that last uh, year. Did but. you play multiplayer at all? So, no. Okay. I, uh, I did not play multiplayer on this. But I had uh, my my roommate uh, Simmons mm. played it uh, through co-op with whoever he played it through the first time. He was explaining the differences. Yeah. And one of the levels he was telling me about was the the bee boss mm-hmm. where you go up like the honeycomb stuff. Yeah, that was, was one of the hardest bosses for yeah. me. He was saying on two player mode, it's annoying because the, there's like with the projectiles and stuff with both players firing, it's harder to keep track of sure. stuff. Yep. So some the, like even though we got extra firepower. The more there's just more things to have to pay attention mm-hmm. to and to take in, and it makes it more difficult. I struggled in that boss too. Yeah, um, yeah me too. But like, I felt good because I once I learned everything and got better at each phase. It's like I can now do this easily. I I actually really like the psychological trick of it showing you like how close you got yeah. to the end because you're like, well, 
All right, I made it this far. I might as well keep going. Anytime, there's twice when I was like at the final pole. I'm like, come on! Yeah, yeah, yeah. What was, where's my knockout right. here? Right. <laughs> yeah, it can uh, have the reverse effect too. But yeah. I, I, oh, man, what a great way to end a fight too. Knockout! Yes. Like, oh, just yeah, it's really good. Really capturing that, that moment of victory so well. It felt so good. I, I think, yeah, I think I had a good shout when I like beat one of them. I was just like, yes! Like, mm-hmm. felt really good. Um, I just have to bring up the the parry mechanic as well. Just yes. such a brilliant, simple thing. Great risk reward. Feels good every single time you do it. Um, like, yeah, it, it, it's something. It's one of those things that you don't have to master it. But the more you master it, mm-hmm. uh, the more it'll help you out. It's just like this, it's it adds so much to this game. Just it has this a good one like snap sound. I think yeah, oh, yeah. Very it's really good. feels good. I agree with you there too because as you're getting better at the earlier phases. You feel more com- like I felt more comfortable. Right. I felt more. I, I can take on these parries. I can try parrying here, building up more special meter so I right. can use that earlier. Yeah, it, I love how they put this game together. Like props to them for this and the yeah Switch version is runs very smoothly. Yeah, I want to check stuff. it out. Yeah. Actually, definitely, uh, definitely check it out if you haven't seen it yet. Um, but yeah, just want to give some cup some cup. Yeah, hell love yeah, Cuphead's awesome. Of course. Mm-hmm. Uh, before we dive into some Super Smash Brothers. Ooh. So what? Finally, like the stars align, and we get big news, and it, like it, we get PS Five news before the main podcast, which you know Kyle loves that. Yeah. And then we get, as we're starting our group stream on Tuesday night, a jolly fifteen minute trailer of like just Joker and the three update just dropped into our laps out of nowhere. It was something that when you said it, I was like. Really? <laughs> I thought this actually tro- happened. I thought we were being trolled by chat. Sure. I, I was like, "Oh, it's probably a video announcing the direct is happening." Yeah. And then I clicked it. It was Japanese, and it said 15 minutes. I'm like, "I think this is it, yo. Let's uh, mm-hmm. let's double check this." And it was. And all right, that uh, that 15 minutes before we can talk about how you felt about playing it, but I want to know about that reveal. Yeah. How'd you feel about that trailer? Like. Got you excited. Oh, yeah. Uh, 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 yeah, but, like, now that you've had some time to reflect on it, how, like, how do you feel about, like, that Tuesday night? Um, I mean, that Tuesday was magical just because we got to be together and react to it together and kind of, like, share that excitement. And I think, you know, when you see your friends getting excited, that makes you even more excited. So it added a lot to it. But mm-hmm. as far as, like, the reveal goes itself, I think it's something that kind of Smash Ultimate has had going for it for a long time where it was so impressive because... They just kept going with it. Like, there was like, okay, oh, man, look how great Joker looks. Look at this unique mechanic that he has. Oh, you can change it to Persona 4 and Persona 3, and they've got the music. Like, just kind of that feeling. Like, but wait, there's more is what I think made the reveal so effective to me. Uh, Of course, it didn't have, like, everything ever, um, but there were a lot of surprises that Mm -hmm. I think made it really fun to watch. Yeah, I mean, I agree. Yeah. I think some, like... Some of my fondest memories of watching like reactions with you guys is always Smash. Like yeah. I'll never forget when Cloud was revealed or oh, something yeah. like that. And, like even when we heard about Joker the first time, we were like, "What?" But just seeing him in action now and seeing how his like part- persona works with him and seeing mementos. Yeah. And like you're right, the Persona three and four is just like a little icing on the cake, baby. <laughs> that. Ugly ass Knuckles costume just showing up like it it <laughs> yeah. it made the reveal better for me. Yeah. Just reacting and laughing <laughs> with you guys about that. Yeah, I thought it was very well done. Yeah. I, I love how it covered. It basically gave the same type of coverage we've gotten to like every new character reveal, going in depth about the mechanics, how Joker plays, mm-hmm. um, like all the extra features that you talked about, like and the way they 
work out their footage. Like they, they put a lot of thought and effort into it. It's not yeah, just like just cap someone just captured a level. Mm -hmm. It's they put quirks in there. They kind of like line up with either like the theme, the nature of the game, or sell that moment just a little bit better than if yeah. it was just like you know not as much thought went into it. And I I really like that about the the all the Smash trailers, and it kind of continued with this, and it made me excited about. What they'll be doing. We got four more of these. <laughs> we know. still got four more right, of these to go. Right. This is just the start. This is the start. Yeah. What a start. Uh, but there is an important thing here. There's one person who was not here on Tuesday, mm. who didn't get to share in this magic that a lot of our community and viewers were, just had to know what was up with them when they when they saw this. I mean, Ryuji should be able to react to his own game. That's, that's right. <laughs> yeah. And uh, we're going to make that happen here. So give me just a sec. All right. Here he is. Michael Huber, what was this? No. Huber, let us know. What did you think about this? Amazing. Blown away. Hype 10 out of 10. <laughs> uh, the music gets me gets me, gets me, me going. Yeah. You know, anytime that Persona music comes on, it's just indescribable. Indescribable feeling. <laughs> uh, and, you know, I, I'm watching it. And I think the moment that really got me, like, I'm watching it, I'm like, all right, this is all amazing. You know, he's got the gun, he's got the knife, it's so good. The moment that really got me was when the, the like, comic book style graphic goes on the screen, yeah. you know, the face, like, in, in Persona 5. Like, that feeling, because I love Persona 5 so much, just, mm -hmm. like, was like a gut punch, you know, just like, ah! And, of course, the all-out attack. It's so high. Yes. I love that it's like stars coming out <laughs> yeah. instead of blood. Uh, so good. Man, I think the biggest freak out moment to me was oh. the victory screen where he's yes. running like the end of battle screen. Yeah. I was like, they yeah. went that far yes. with it. Holy shit, Sakurai. Yep. And they're like Kirby. Kirby oh. has like Kirby with a gun. Yeah. Kirby with a gun. <laughs> oh my so God. Good. What about those taunts? Do you remember what the taunts were for Joker? No. Morgana comes out. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. That yep. was like yep. perfect. Yep. That perfect. Was so good. Love all the people in the background too. Yeah, they all join you. Oh. I was a little, slightly maybe underwhelmed with the stage at mm. first. Mm. It's like mementos, you know. Mementos. <laughs> we always joke around. Brad and I, just like mementos, is kind of a slog. At, yeah. Anyway, so I was, you know, hoping maybe they would have done like the the Japanese square right there. So. Huber, I was with you. I don't know if it was like a leak or something, yeah. but I was like, oh, it's going to be mementos for Joker's stage. Yeah. I was like, that's that's my least favorite part of the game. Yeah. But then when I actually saw it, I was like, oh, okay. I, I like what they're doing here because it's kind of a space that belongs to all the characters. Mm -hmm. I like that they're swapping them out. You get totally. the bus. You get Morgana bus, which is great. And it really sells that sharp, immediately identifiable aesthetic of Persona 5, which is the red and the white. Yes. And I think the way that they implemented that made perfect sense. And then it was like like, okay, well, we want to give you some Persona 4 and Persona 3 flavor as well. Yeah. By just changing the colors, they accomplished that so effectively. And so yeah. once I kind of saw all of those things at play, I was like, no, I I see why you did this, yeah. and it works for me. Totally. So, the music, for sure. Yeah. Changing the stage yep. of the music is, yep, yep. is above and beyond. That so. was, yeah, that sold me right there. Yeah. yeah. Um, and that look was great, too. Um, anything else? Like, anything about, like, do you remember anything about, like, Joker's moves that they showed off? Anything that, like, looked... Yeah, totally just you. like the way yeah. he flips, you know, it's like yeah. just thinking about those stealth attacks and uh, just yeah, the the ultimate smash is okay, yeah. perfect. It's just perfect. It's Pro it's such a, a perfect yes. marriage, you know. It's like implementing characters into Smash seems 
hard. You yeah. know, it's like sometimes I take it for granted of just like, oh, just throw him in there, you know, it'll work. You know, I think of like Solid Snake and, and how perfectly he fit. And uh, I'm just continually amazed by how well characters fit in a Smash. And, and you know, you feel the collaboration. And that's something I'm always about. I think something I really respect about Joker here, and I think the same can be true of Bayonetta, is... The Persona vibe is not the Nintendo vibe, mm -hmm. but they didn't shy away from that. He just has a gun. When Kirby eats him, he gets a gun, <laughs> yeah. and they just kind of leaned into it. I, I I didn't feel like there was really a rounding out of the edges there. What I like, they just kind of presented Persona Five and all yeah. of its, you know, all of its rebellious glory. I guess, which I really liked. Um, yeah, Huber, my favorite thing right now, anyway, yeah. is so the 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 hook that you have, the grappling hook that yeah. you can use to get back onto the stage. You can grab people up in the air, and so when they're up in the air, you shoot that at them at an angle, and you pull them back in, and it's just a great feeling. It's so wait, really, if really cool. I'm falling off the stage. So no, can like, I pull someone off with me? Well, like if you if you hit them with your hook, you'll grab onto them. Yes. Oh, so then you go to them. Well, like imagine you're on the ground and somebody jumps over you. You yeah. just shoot the grappling hook up and you can yeah. catch them and bring them down to you. Oh, it's so awesome. Yeah. It's so good. It's very, yeah. very cool. Love it. Thanks for letting me get hyped, Tommy. I appreciate it. Yeah, not a problem. <laughs> Everyone wanted that. So yeah. uh, we're going to get uh, Brad back in here in just a sec. So be right back. Now Brad is back. I'm back. And uh, let's dive into uh, actually getting hands-on with this. Yeah. Um, Got to spend some time with this, but real quick, I got to do this. Yes. Before we get into hands-on, I got to – I just want to chastise Nintendo just a little bit. Oh. This has all been jolly. This has all been oh. happy, good stuff. Yeah. But that well, that that weight to get that down Okay, that's what I wanted to bring up, Domiani. Sucked. It sucked so, <laughs> so hard. Bad. Well, it was like kind of a, a two-tiered process for me because they're like, hey, it'll be out on April 17th. And – they didn't say when exactly, and yeah. so immediately after the announcement, I was like, is it going to be out at midnight? When is it going to be out? I don't know. And so I think it would have been nice just kind of being a little bit clearer during the announcement, during that 15 minutes, kind of when we could expect it, which, whatever, not that big of a deal. Yeah. But then when you make it 6 p.m. the next day, and, like, I, it wasn't working for me for hours. Like, I tried for, like, a half hour, and I couldn't get in. And then I kept trying, and then I gave up, and then I tried a little bit later, and it still wasn't working. Like, it just wouldn't download the patch. Yeah. And, like, we're paying for that online mm -hmm. now. It took me uh, four hours Four hours after, <laughs> like, sometime after 10 p.m. our time, I was able to finally get it. Four hours um, for a character in a stage? Yeah. Oh! Just to, to get that download working. Um, yeah, as you said, like, Nintendo... Just, I don't know how much of it was their fault in terms of like the timing of when they dropped it. Because one thing I also want to speculate on really quick is that trailer dropping on Tuesday was extremely uncharacteristic. Hmm. Wasn't no heads up it was coming. They just dropped it. And there was specific wording in there about the date. Because April 7th, they kept saying it will be coming April 17th. Joker, April 17th. Spring 3.0 update, April 17th. Which technically, at that point when we watch it, was tomorrow. Right. And all their previous directs and Smash updates and anything like that, if something's coming out, they will say later today or available right now or starting tomorrow. They never like say the next day is like, it'll be available on April 17th when that's the next day. They will say tomorrow. Mm -hmm. Which makes me think this stuff, the, the trailer, was ready to go before this. And it was held up. And I think they waited to the last possible moment for who knows why. And just had to like drop it out there, 
And I think that might have had a trickle-down effect on, like, the release on the 17th. Like, mm. maybe. I don't know. But still, I'm not trying to excuse it completely. But the same. Uh, but I do want to call them out for they, they they should have been prepared for this. They know how much Smash Brothers is sold. Yeah. They know how many people are probably trying to get that and how long it took. They should have either just taken everything offline and, fi- okay, what do we need to do to make this smoother? Because everyone's just, like, banging their head against the wall. There are people coming out with, like, these workarounds and stuff. There's so much misinformation out there, and it was frustrating. Yeah, uh, I was watching Zero's stream, and I think he down- he got it, like, locally. He got the patch locally from somebody. Did a local if I, if I'm remembering yeah. correctly. Nice. I, or at least he was talking about doing that. Yeah. If, yeah, if you, have, if you could set up a local Wi-Fi network with someone, in, like, in, like, in your apartment, house, or whatever, and they already have it downloaded or switch, you can actually tell Wi-Fi. it to connect to their switch yeah, and download awesome. it from them. I didn't know that. That's really cool. But, like, they didn't have, like, no mirror sites, no way to just download it and install it locally. Uh, I don't know. It's 2019, and just a lot of Nintendo's online stuff doesn't seem... Oh, I mean, they're always slow to the yeah. party on that. This was just another example in a long line of examples of this right. being a problem. Um, but yeah, let's actually let's get back to good stuff. Let's talk about uh, actually playing as Joker. How did you feel trying Joker out, finally? Uh, it is a really fascinating character. I mean, I've, I've spent, like maybe an hour with him so far, so these aren't, like, super oh, finalized. Yeah, of course, of course. Uh, but first impressions are extremely strong. I think the way that the Arsene mechanic works is fascinating because it changes the whole dynamic of the match, where once you get it, its power is just kind of so explosive that seeing your opponent change, just knowing when that gauge is built up, uh, is really fascinating and like I was playing against a pink Donkey Kong and I would get it and he would wait just to drop down trying to get as much of that meter burned away as possible um, because you are so powerful and his his the way that he moves around the stage is awesome like this kind of lanky long body um, they really emphasize his frames and his attacks like his uh, side smash is kind of like this far-reaching swipe. Uh, the down tilt is this slide that goes across. And so you just really feel acrobatic. You feel agile. You feel like kind of this nimble thief. And so just in the the basic attacks, they nail what this character is supposed to represent. And he didn't feel exactly like any other character in this huge roster, uh, which is really, really cool. I was thinking kind of at first, and I believe other people have thought this as well. I was like, oh, is this just kind of like Cloud's Limit Break? And it's like, no, it's it's way different than that and functions a lot differently than that. Um, and the way that you build it up, like you're, you're incentivized to counter a lot. And so that can also become predictable and that becomes its own mind game with mm-hmm. the other player. Is like, okay, well, this guy's countering all the time. I'm going to take advantage of that. So you have to be smart with it. And it's just... Uh, it's a whole mess of things, but I'm I'm really impressed. I they they nailed it. Like I, I just the level of of depth and detail they went. Um, I don't know how they could have done this better. People were saying like it would have been nice to not just have Arsene to have other personas to be kind of more faithful to the game. Um, and and I get that, but I think there's enough going on with Joker yeah. as is uh, that it was it was enough for me at least. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, that's good to hear. Yeah, I don't think he needs more personas. I think he's probably fine with just Arsene. Yeah, it's it's also the most you know unique to him, right? Yeah, it's I mean, to start with with him. Yeah, having some sort of of Jack Frost in there would of be course. awesome. A nod, yeah. Just because Jack Frost is awesome. Yeah, right. yeah. I was gonna say if they were gonna make his move sets, you know, like they're them based on like what persona 
that you have out. Mm-hmm. I mean, it'd be more analogous to like a shulk with the four different stances, right. or even like a uh, was it Robin or Corrin with the book and stuff, like using different like the Fire Emblem magics and stuff like that. But I, I agree with you. I think like with the moose that they used there, that would have probably been a little bit too much adding like two or three other personas to switch between. Yeah. And if that drastically changed, you know, the dynamics of your, your move set, mm-hmm. it'd be interesting. The thing I love the most, um, you, you, you described it like great. Like everything that w- like was available for his, his tool set was yeah. the, uh, being able to shoot. And then like, you just can, you keep shooting and dodging, but it's like, this, it's just a shoot button. You right. Tap forward. I'm, yep. like, I'm like, oh yeah. Yep. I, like, I mean, they, they t- talked about it in the trailer, but actually doing it and seeing how smooth and easy it was, I, I said, yeah, I like this. It's not, <laughs> yeah. it's not like, Powerful OP. It's just nice to just have. Just a little chip damage. Right. Yeah, just a nice thing in there. And, and it's interesting because you're not completely helpless when you don't have Arsene out, but you're. it's so much easier to kill and you're so much more powerful that it really strikes this great balance where you're not, like, upset when you don't have Arsene out. It's not like you're having a bad time, but you get excited every single time mm-hmm. you know it summons and it, it it happens at just the right rate that it's like not too much but it's it's enough that you feel like you really need to take advantage of it like just a couple of matches that I did online it was like okay I've got it out I'm going to try to maximize this as much as possible yeah. and it felt really good when you did and really bad when you didn't which is uh, probably exactly yeah, I think what that's they were going mechanics. for I don't know yeah. any other character in the game with a mechanic like that like the Limbrake mm-hmm. Not the same, but it has like kind of like you reached a limit, you can unleash something. But this like whole like how long does it last? Like a minute or 30, twenty seconds, ten seconds? I don't. It doesn't last that long. Okay. Um. Yeah, and that that kind of quick timing of it really but, necessitates you to yeah, be like, okay, I, I gotta go on the aggressive. Awesome because it gives you the sense of power. Like you it have does. your persona out. Like right. I'm really powerful right now. I can really fight. But like when you're just your normal thief self, you're a little more vulnerable. Mm-hmm. I, I think that's a really cool touch. How do you like the last thing I asked about the mechanics? How do you like the Final Smash being able to like go forward and back? Like, so if you you whiff once, you still have a second chance to hit people with your Final Smash. Yeah, um, there was in my playtime with Joker so far. There was only like one opportunity for a Final Smash that was just in classic mode. When I was playing online, we didn't have Final Smashes on. Um, but conceptually, I think it's really cool. Um, just because, like, the reason you would do it is just to try to land it. Like, I could totally see myself being like, all right, I'm going to, when I get the final smash, I'm going to try to get them on that second hit. And that just feels yeah, cool and that stylish. Evo, dude. Yeah, people are trying to do that. Yeah, we'll see. Well. If that's, yeah. Yeah. I, 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 don't, I mean, if they allow Joker or not. Oh, why wouldn't they? Sometimes they don't allow DLC characters what? at times. Well, they don't do final smashes. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, of course. That's do, right. Yeah. Like, that's point. Right. 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 That's, 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 that's the real answer. Yeah. There we go. Um, yeah. Yeah, I, I, br- I brought it up because uh, I was doing the, uh, the thing I liked, one of the things I really liked about this DLC pack so far uh, was how they treated the new DLC stickers. Whole separate area of the spirit board. It's not part of the standard spirit board. Um, they always show up, and uh, you don't have to do the little laser thing anymore to shoot them with a little ring spinning around. That's gone. You you win the match, you get that spirit. Yeah. So I was like, oh, that's nice. Getting that uh, Joker spirit felt real good. Yes, and that's yeah. the one, because mm-hmm. when I got to the end, yeah. uh, and Joker used Spinal Smash on me, two things. One, he did do the back. I thought I dodged it. He came back and oh, got me. And if you're above a certain percent, it's death. It's just like if you get hit at a low percent, you get knocked away. 
If you're too high, it just finishes that cool animation, the nice. whole Persona 5 all-out attack animation with defeat. I was like, no! <laughs> oh, that's awesome. Uh, we have to talk about classic mode really quick mm -hmm. because, uh, Brad, you're going to love this. Okay. okay, so when you're going through the stages in classic mode, when you fight somebody, on the next stage, they become your ally. Really? And think about how brilliant of a dot that is to Persona 5. Yes, And it just really keeps going cool. and you that's just keep, really like, cool. building. These, I mean, you don't... You don't, like, maintain the same allies all the time. It's like whatever you fought on the last stage becomes your ally for the next one. Um, but it was just, yeah. That's a, a cool little touch. Yeah. Yes, it is a very cool little touch. Yeah. It's, yeah. Damian, what I'm getting frustrated at is they did such a good job with Joker. <laughs> like, <laughs> now I'm just mad that there aren't more Persona characters in the game. You know what I mean? Yeah. Where it's like, oh, you did so yeah. much that I could go for an entire game of this with just these characters and... And just these songs and yeah. just more stages. I could um, too. Yeah. They did, yeah. Uh, there was more to th this update though than just Joker as yes, well. Yes, there was. They, th they threw out some uh, Mii Fighter costumes, Ben. They did, Did you yeah. check any of those out? Um, I, got the Mii, I got the Mii Fighter costumes, but I haven't messed around okay. with them. I haven't made Mii's, haven't made <laughs> What about a protag. stage builder? That was the other big thing added as part of the 3.0 update. The um, only thing that I've done besides play Joker is I went into the tab, the like, hey, check out the shared content. Mm -hmm. And I was like, I just saw the giant yeah. board of everything. And I, I actually kind of like that. I like that when you first click on that shared content, you'd be like, oh, there's a smattering of everything. I can watch somebody's replay that they uploaded. Oh, here's a stage that somebody made. Um, and so I first impression, that kind of seemed like a cool way to present it. The... One of the replays I watched had like horrible compression. And Ooh, I was like, oh. "Oh, all right." Yeah, I didn't get to. I didn't check any of the replays or videos. Um, I I do agree with you. I love how they're starting to flesh out the the online segment category, having all those tabs now at the top to go uh -huh. through the different shared content they call it now. Uh, I really like that. And I also um, saw maybe I missed this in the video itself, but when I went online to do quick play, mm -hmm. it came up with a screen that was like, "Hey, you know, you're gonna get punished if you don't ha if you don't have a stable internet yep. connection if you're staying Ooh. idle." And it's like, "Yes, please crack uh -huh. down on this, yes. make this better." Um, and so it was really encouraging for me. I don't think it was as thorough as the one when you first played Smash Bros., but it was, it was definitely something I think they're forcing everyone to see again. Yeah, I, I haven't redone it again to see if it does it every single time mm. but it was just nice it was basically like here this is like our guidelines yeah. clearly outlined about what we're doing to crack down on like the to make the online experience better mm -hmm. um, but stage builder all I did I didn't try any of the ed editing tools okay. I downloaded a few stages to just try them out yeah um, the they uh, as with the last uh, with Wii U to me they felt a little claustrophobic mm. and not very big um, I saw somebody made a stage, the Wii Shop Channel stage, yep. and I was like, this was worth it. Yeah, I, <laughs> I didn't out, play the stage. Yeah, but. I checked out a Tetris stage, which nice. just like oh. had the blocks spinning, but they didn't like actually fall down. Mm. Um, I didn't get to try this out. And I really tried. Someone made a Captain Falcon punch stage now, Whoa. where it's Captain Falcon on the uh, right side of the stage, and they made his fist like moving on like some kind of like like rail system. 
and at the end it's got like flames on it so like it'll damage you so it just moves out and extends throughout almost the entirety of the oh stage and then comes back in that's yeah. funny so I was like alright that's pretty like <laughs> I think people are being more clever with it oh, did yeah. you try to make a stage no that's okay. the only thing I didn't try right. yet uh, I'm curious how intuitive I'm, that yeah, is yeah I'm, I'm really curious to hear about that as well maybe uh, Don will get a chance to try it out and let us know yeah um, but I do want to give a I do want to bring attention to something it'll probably be gone by the time this episode goes up but I mean obviously the when it went up there wasn't a lot of uh, moderation or curation from Nintendo. Uh, it was kind of like it's been kind of like a wild west, and that yeah. there are a lot of inappropriate stages that just appeared. Yeah, <laughs> and and this kind of hap- this happens a lot with Nintendo. Of course. I mean, everything, but with Nintendo specifically, they seem to let it run wild for a little too long before they step in and do anything about it. Yeah, I I don't know. It's hard for me to like call out Nintendo specifically because like. <laughs> You give creation tools to enough people, like they're gonna make penises. Like that's yep. it's like it's almost like a scientific law at this point. Like you I you feel, know it's gonna happen. I feel no like that's like what. the first thing you'll see online. Right. Like yes. A level share. Yes. Like, Anything. It's just a dick. Like, like, okay. do you, yeah. Do you, do you really trust the level creator <laughs> yeah. if it doesn't have that? I mean, it's just it's You're so right. guaranteed. Yeah. yeah. I guess in my head I was thinking. Why don't they have someone or just like a small team just mo- like manually monitoring what's being uploaded just for that first night? Mm. Because uh, you, as you said, what do you expect? It's, this is going to happen right away. They're going to push as hard as they can to see what they can get away with before things crack down and stuff, <laughs> before the tools start working. Yeah. Uh, maybe it's not as easy as I'm making it out to be. And as I said, sure. it's not completely realistic to expect them to like have it nice and clean and catch everything right away. Yeah, it's it's a... Hard line to walk for me personally because just even in Splatoon 2, I felt like people could be really funny. And I want that. Like, I want some of the humor. I want some of the craziness. Obviously, I don't want, like, slurs or anything like that. Like, that's – no, that sucks. That's awful. I don't want that. But uh, I don't want it to be, like – so policed that it isn't any fun, you know. Yeah, I, like I, you need some sort of mischief. Like, I feel right. Like. You feel a, like a you need like like harmless mischief yeah. is what I'm trying yeah. to yeah. say. Yeah, like the Mario pissing one. I mean, <laughs> yeah, whatever. Exactly. It's like whatever. I don't think I saw the Mario pissing one. <laughs> <It's>, <laughs> like, there you go. I was like, sure, yeah, that one can work. Um, but I meant like the more egregious offenders. Mm. Like that should definitely been nuked. Um, sure. But yeah, I haven't really got a chance to, to, to try it out yet. But uh, patrons got a few questions for us oh, about right. some of the stuff here, and they want to know our thoughts. Um, so the first one um, from uh, Botox Games: With the inclusion of paid DLC outside of the Fighters Pass in the form of me costumes, yeah. do you think they might do any other DLC not included in the pass? Uh, with Smash Wii U, they added paid stages periodically, such as the Super Mario Maker stage. So it'd be cool if they did that here too. But more notably, I would really love to see them add Echo Fighters as DLC outside of the pass. Mm-hmm. They introduced an uh, an official name for clones with Ultimate, and there weren't really that many Echoes added. If so, what kind of Echoes would you like to see? Personally, I'd love to see Celica from Fire Emblem Echoes. The name even fits. Hey, that's a good Added as an Echo to Robin. Mm-hmm. So there you go. Would love to hear your thoughts on respect. So yeah, the game I- definitely doesn't have enough Fire Emblem characters. This is a super oh. underserved area for Smash Brothers. So yeah, that I'm is true. Kidding. I mean, I'm just kidding. I, I think Celica would be cool. Yeah, they, they definitely don't have enough Fire Emblem characters. Um, the guy from Mario Land Two, King Wart, is that his name? From Super Mario Brothers Two or Super yeah. Mario Land? Sorry, 2? Two Mario Brothers Two. Super Mario Brothers Two final boss is Wart. Yeah, make Wart a Bowser Echo. Uh, there you go. That S- could work. 
I, I love this. I think it'd be great oh, if they added... Um, sorry, Zach. Make a Zach echo for Cloud. <laughs> well, yeah. Come on. Good luck with that, Square Enix. <laughs> I think it'd be great if they added Echo Fighters. I don't I don't feel like they're going to. I feel like kind of the yeah. scope of this has already been like rigorously planned out. Yes. And so I, I don't think Echo, Fires fit, Echo Fighters fit within that scope. As cool as it would be, certainly not against the idea. But I wouldn't be surprised if for... Every DLC character you that comes out, or at least for a couple of them, if you see kind of the treatment that we saw with, like, Rex from Xenoblade Chronicles 2 and the protagonist from Persona 3 and 4, where it's like, hey, here are some me costumes. Like, obviously, I, I don't think people are, like, super jazzed about that, but I wouldn't be surprised if it happens. Yeah, I agree with you. I think me costumes will be the extent of the yeah. unplanned, uh, non-fighter pass paid content. I think everything else is going to come in the uh, the updates. Mm. There'll be more free updates. Yeah, like they add any additional like modes or something similar like that. It'll be in a big bundle, like uh, like like the 4.0 update whenever that comes did out. Did they do a Geno outfit for Mies? They did yes. for yes, they did. Yes. Yeah, make Geno yeah. a character. Just add a song. God. Just add a song. Well, I mean, I don't know if you saw the don't like, get the me latest rumor started, Damiani. So now, the, uh, <laughs> like a few weeks ago, people are trolling saying that uh, that Chrono. Is actually going to no, be the, it, no. I don't believe it. If, I'm not letting my heart if, get excited. If Chrono is, it's is over. It, is, if Chrono is a DLC over. character, I will need to just like I'll do. I'll, I'll need to do something. I'll need this, to like, like light something on fire. There's nothing else like, you could do. It'd just be so insane. All the, all <laughs> the memes are over. Right. It's done. All the memes are That's over. It. Yeah. That's game over. Yeah. You peaked. Well, yeah. I don't know if the memes are quite over yet, Brad and Ben. There's, because a, from our next there's a rumor for every character, though. Well, this one is right smack <laughs> in the face. already got duped by the Grinch one, Damiani. Yeah, so Ryan Grace, short and sweet, is Banjo next because of that reveal of the witch in the stage builder portion that looked like Gruntilda. Come I on. Mean, it was just a witch. It was. <laughs> it was Gruntilda. I saw it. You can. Don't tell me I didn't see it. I saw it. No, I'm I mean. I don't know, man. In this game, you can play Cloud Strife. You can play Joker from Persona. You like maybe I anything is possible with Smash at this point. It'd be hype. Doom guy might be in Smash. I don't know. Yeah. They did not this this their original trailer on Tuesday. Their presentation, sorry, their video because it wasn't a presentation. Ended without a new character tease or reveal, mm. unless you want to count this as that. E3, baby. So, yeah, that's oh. – if you think about it, they have until February of next year to fulfill their Fighter Pass Season 1, yeah. essentially. Yeah, yeah, We've gotten one Joker in April. So, as you pointed out, E3 is probably the next likely place. I think they're going to announce two fighters at, at E3. Wow, really? Yeah, Ooh, I, I think, do. Okay. That could, uh, it's totally possible. Based on totally, nothing. I should say I mean, that it's is totally based on possible. nothing. Yeah. I mean, they could announce the rest of them there yeah. for all I, we know. I think, I think what's going to happen is right they're going idea. to announce Banjo, and then everybody will lose their minds and start breaking stuff because they're so excited. And then Sakurai will come out, and he'll wink, and then they'll announce Doom Guy. That's what's going to happen. All right. <laughs> BJ Blazkowicz. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, he, like... Oh... Yeah. What? Whoa. No. What? No. Oh, oh, what? Yeah. <laughs> what? What? No. Uh, okay. I mean, I think if I was a betting person in terms of like their little reveal strategy of new characters, mm -hmm. tell me if you think this is a good strategy, good like good and plausible. Okay. You said E3 already. That's obvious. One yeah. character there. Yeah. Evo next. That would be like in August. That would be another character is reveal. Nintendo, Nintendo yes. that on top of the ball now? Because they're like Smash 
Ultimate is the only Smash Brothers there. They crack down. And is yeah. a, in his final day event. The only thing that gives me pause with that, Damiani, as cool as that would be, I'm way for Evo reveals. They're super fun. But they're also doing their own, like, Nintendo-hosted Smash Brothers tournaments. And I think it would almost be more likely well, that... Isn't that one in E3, though? Well, they did one already. They did yeah. a Smash Brothers Oh, they've announced their E3 plans. I'm assuming there's going to be one at E3, maybe. Probably. I don't know. I'm, I haven't been following the They're Smash, big on the eSports, the Smash tournament. I don't know. Yeah. I mean... I don't know. Let, let me just maybe. finish it real quick. I don't want to waste too much time on this because it's just pure speculation. So, sure. E3, Evo, uh, PAX East, because that's in October. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. P, uh, not PSX. Uh, VGAs, December would be the last one. So, you get Character 2 at E3. Is that Character where they announced the Jeff Keighley fighter? That's when Jeff <laughs> Keighley reveals Chrono. <laughs> Jeff Keighley comes out dressed as Chrono. <laughs> Jeff, you would be the hero of the people. I think I think if Jeff Keighley announced Chrono, just for me, <laughs> that would be crazier than Shenmue 3. Like, we did it. It's over. We did something more insane for me than Final Fantasy like, Remake. It's over, Chrono. dude. Just like, it's over. <laughs> just hearing him say Chrono and then having a trailer and then that music. Like, I don't, Chrono from Chrono Trailer. Yeah, I don't know, man. I couldn't handle uh, it. The assist trophy with Robo. Yeah. I would say... Burr, burr. <laughs> yeah. To answer, but the answer to the question, I'd say there's, a, there's probably a 50% chance of Banjo at this point. It's, like, sure. it's, it's believable. That seems like, like it, it, It's a coin toss. It could happen. I, I, really, I hope it's Banjo and I think Steve. I think Sma- uh, Sakurai could come out and say, I'm canceling Smash, and people would say there's a 50% chance of Banjo. Yeah. <laughs> like The Banjo dream will not die. Banjo will never yeah. die And now. it shouldn't die. It shouldn't die. He but it will also Banjo never die. back from the dead. Yeah. Thanks for that, Ryan. Uh, next question comes from Sarah. Hey, looking at the quality and quantity in the first fighter pack for Smash Brothers, do you feel the five ninety that five ninety five is a fair price for fighter pack one? How much are fighters usually in fighting games? It can vary, but they can, they can be more expensive than like that. Like five, sure. I think that's pretty chill. I pretty think chill that price. is is a is a deal. <laughs> you, got, that is a deal. you got all the, the Joker, all the music, the stage, <laughs> yeah. um, but like the me costumes are not part of that. They're separate, so. The, yeah, those but I mean, even yeah. the me the me costumes are seventy five cents a piece. Yeah. Like it's it, to me, the the pricing seems pretty fair. It seems like uh, uh, generous might be too strong of a word, but I would say that it is it is totally fine. Some of that price going towards the licensing fees to make it happen. You're getting yeah. a, you're getting a big third party character collaboration here. I it's tough for me though because like obviously I'm super excited for Joker, and to me that is a great inclusion at that price. It's super good, but. Joker's probably not the most universal character, right? And so I wonder if, like, the portion of the Smash audience that, like, doesn't care about Persona, doesn't care about Joker, how they feel with, like, okay, we've got Piranha Plant and Joker so far. Like, I I just, I don't know. I'd love to get their thoughts on stuff. Yeah. (sighs) Yeah. Well, sorry. I got thrown off a loop here because this next question we actually, from Tyler, we actually, like, asked or... Not asked, answered. Speculation mm. about when we think the new characters oh, will actually sorry, be revealed. Sorry. sorry about that, Tyler. We kind of got ahead of ourselves. But our last patron question for the Smash uh, topic comes from Discarded Digit. How likely Thanks. is it that the custom stage and video sharing interface shown will be the same one Nintendo uses for Super Mario Maker 2? Oh. It even pulled the YAS yeah system from Remnants of Miiverse. <laughs> and will the phone apps actually start being useful? No, no phone apps will not be useful. Yeah, that phone app, I don't know about that. This yes system is brilliant. We must preserve yeah. it. <laughs> but yeah, like uh, now we've seen the interface for the shareable content stuff. Do you, do you, like, 
I, I, I would like to see, you know, Nintendo be like, go with that kind of like categorization organization for, for Mario Maker 2. I mean, I don't think it's to be exact. Like, they're not going to use it one to one. But, yeah. Yeah. As far as. As far as them them using it to any capacity, I, I don't know. As long as Mario Maker Two, as long as it's easy for me to find good levels and it's well organized, like I'm I'm good. Uh, but yeah, I don't know. I, I I feel hesitant, I guess, to answer this question because I haven't dug into the share content enough. I haven't been using it for like days, so it's hard for me to be like, ah, yes, this is a great system. Um, and until I reach that point, I don't know if I would say with confidence like oh they are going to use this or yes they should use this i don't know like the search tool stuff i'm not i haven't spent as enough time with that either in smash but that is my like one of the the biggest hopes i have for mario maker 2 or at least expectations is that this the system of discoverability better be really on point yeah in terms of uh, how i'm I'm presented uh like top stages right i find other people's stages (laughs) it it better be like easy and well they should they should just have they should just have a like a for for now for content creation Mm -hmm. they should be like all right people are just gonna make penises we're gonna make a penises tab. We're just gonna put them all in there. So if you want them, there you go. Yeah, there you go. That's what I want for Mario Maker too. And if you got the uh, filter on for children, or whatever, just says like you know Child question mark question mark question mark and big question mark. You know, I just yeah. don't see just what it everything. is. And but you know, the child will be curious and stuff. And then it'll be banned in Europe uh, in like what July fifteenth or something. Mm. <laughs> Their new uh, porn law or whatever. That's gonna go well. Um, but yeah, Smash Brothers, good stuff. Yeah. Um, can't wait. Yeah, as I said, four more of these. We got, we got four more character reveals, so we go through this four more times. Mm-hmm. I look forward to that. Smash Ultimate is an excellent game. Like, I just yeah. I just have these moments sometimes when I'm playing it. I mean, I I wish the online was better. Uh, that That's kind of the, always the thing that comes up yeah. when, I, when I feel like I have a bunch of praise for Smash Ultimate, but every time I, I play it, like, I wish I could play it more just because of how good it is and how yeah. much fun I have and how many of the characters I enjoy. Yeah. It's awesome. Yeah. We get uh, we get accused of talking about Smash Brothers too much on this show. A lot. Oh, sorry. There's always Smash Brothers news. <laughs> I mean, so I, I, Smash I, Brothers is kind of yeah. dominating the the news right now. It's it's a big deal, but I'd actually argue this next uh, story is a continuing story, developing story that might even eclipse Smash Brothers. Okay. Um, so Nikkei, which is the the largest uh, financial uh, publication in the world, which seems to always counter every Wall Street Journal report that comes out regarding the future of Switch have published a report uh, giving further details from their sources about these two new Switch models in the works that have kind of been making the rounds for the last few like months, actually. Started all the way last year with a Wall Street Journal report saying that there would be a new model coming in 2019. Then Nikkei followed up and said, oh, yeah, it, it's happening at this point. And, uh, oh, you know, they're going to be uh, – they're going to be – you know, then we found out there's gonna be two models. Apparently, a weaker, uh, a light version and a pro version. But now, the, in the latest in this chronicle here, coming from Nikkei, um, apparently uh, things might be crazier than we thought. The last time we talked about this on Friend Code, actually, I, I don't think either of you were on it. Mm-mm. I got called out for being like too wild and crazy for what I expected oh. from the Switch Pro version. Hmm. Well, guess what? According to this Nikkei report, this isn't a Switch Pro that's in the works. It is, according to them, it is a next-generation version (laughs) that is a full model change of the current hardware that is scheduled to come out uh, after the light version comes out. So, like, a Switch 2. 
It's not I, a Switch Pro. A Switch hmm. 2. I can't We're talking about next-gen Switch. We got PS5. Yeah. We got... Journalists saying, oh, well, now that PS5 specs are out there, I saw Xbox Scarlet specs, and they blow away PS5s. And now we got reports from Nikkei saying, oh, by the way, Switch Next Gen's coming out. It's like, ah! mm-hmm. like Next Gen stuff going out. The, like, this it's crazy. It's a lot. It's a lot to process. Um, I don't know what I just did here. I just made a comment. What does a next gen switch even mean? Yeah, so mm. we got more we got more concrete details. So okay. let's back up a little bit. The first thing they did talk about uh was the light version. And I want to preface this by saying there was the, uh, this article came out in Japanese first and there was a I believe a US gamer translation posted and since then there are people who have called out the translation as being inaccurate. Oh. Um and that a more accurate translation has come forth now. Um, basically, the original report, uh, the original translation from US Gamers said that it w- they were talking about a pro model, like the same model that has been talked about the last few months and rumored yeah. that it was being delayed uh, till next year. And it was because they couldn't get the firmware to run on the new hardware, which seemed a little weird. It's like if it's just a small upgrade, why is it so hard to do that? Mm-hmm. Um, apparently, the part about it just being a pro version is not entirely correct. That's why they said next gen. Also, there's nothing about a delay with it. They just said they're having trouble with it, but like no delay. Like it's not behind schedule or anything like that, according to their sources. So, mm. oh, all right. So this light version, Nikkei reports it's coming this fall. It is going to be a cheaper version. It's designed to be more portable, easier to use outdoors. <laughs> now, the previous report said that it, this uh, from Wall Street Journal said that this would be exclusively a portable device that it would forego a lot of the features of the existing switch so no dock no way to hook up to a tv this new nikkei report says that's not true it actually will be dockable and will have a way to hook up with your tv still well is it saying that hey it has the capabilities of this or it will come bundled when you It'll buy have the it? capabilities okay. I, so I, if you already I, have i don't think it's going to come bundled with a dock i, sure. I think that's i mean they didn't give you a power charger for the new 3ds or whatever so yeah <laughs> when they say easier to play outdoors I, I assume they're just talking about the screen being better suited to sunlight yeah uh possibly that the the, the last report said it was built to be more durable i see i'll uh, think of like the 2ds it was meant to be like sure. they were originally aiming. They said the uh, the light ver- or the switch light was being aimed at like children, sure, uh, because the it wanted to fulfill the goal of not just having one switch per household, multiple switches per household, and trying to get parents to buy additional ones for their children switch in every room. Yeah, so this was a thing like a more durable, lighter, easier to use switch that like w- w- wouldn't break sure. and have less moving components. Um, but yeah, so that the, it's still being able to hook up like to a TV and dock is, I think the concern was that they were forgoing the hybrid nature of it with this new model. And a yeah. lot of people are calling out like, that's one of the secret sauce, you know, that, that's, yeah, that's the switch of secret sauce. Why would you completely abandon that? That seems a little too extreme. So this, I think that falls more in line. Like, they're not completely abandoning it. It's just, right. they're stripping out that feature into or that, well, they're, the components. they're targeting yeah. a different market. It's mm-hmm. not like it's not like the other the way that you know the switch is going away. It's not being replaced. It's just a new option. Yeah. So um, um uh, for for the next gen version that like that that was really this is it's basically going to be like more powerful. Um, they keep it, it's going to be a new like a new system, and that that makes more sense about why they're having such trouble getting the existing switch firmware to run on it like automatically. It's because it probably is a slightly different architecture hmm. because they're using new components inside of it, more powerful components. Yeah, more, it being more powerful, that I don't know how to take that because when you when you say next gen, I think there's a certain expectation there. Whereas 
what I'm used to for Nintendo with hardware iterations, particularly looking at like the handheld line, I think of like the 3DS to the new 3DS, where it's like, yes, there are a couple of things yes. you can only play on the new 3DS, uh, such as SNES virtual console games and like Xenoblade Chronicles, for instance, but, you know, a, a very much a similar feeling system in a lot of ways. Exactly. And so I don't know if I should expect that or if it's like, hey, kids, we're going somewhere new. I, I don't know. It's, no, that's a good way to approach this. Because, yeah. again, this is, these are just all reports. Nothing is confirmed yet. And, in fact, that's one of the points we made when we talked about this topic uh, the last time on Friend Code was that the more realistic approach of what reality will be for this new pro version yeah. would be what you saw from 3DS to new 3DS. Like, mm -hmm. that's what our realistic expectations are, despite our wild, crazy predictions we're just having a good time with. Right. Mm -hmm. But now this sounds like this might be more significant than that. Yeah. That this, like, referring, the wording and verbiage they're using sounds like it might just be, think of an iPhone update. Like going from like yeah. you know uh, old model to like not the S version or the in between version, but like the brand new number. Yeah, it, that is a pretty decent upgrade. I, it's a hard line, I imagine, to walk though, just because of of the Switch's continued success. Like I, how communicating that effectively, like people who just bought a Switch, if this is such a big upgrade, do yeah. they feel burned? And then when you buy in, if it's not properly supported with hardware that, or sorry software that can take advantage of it, do you feel like you wasted money? I don't know. And so it's just. It's it's kind of uh, a line to walk where they need to get a lot right. Mm -hmm. Otherwise, they're going to end up, I feel like, upsetting people, potentially. Uh, I think they're worried about getting left behind on the third-party front. Because right now, they could port a lot of third-party games to Switch at this moment. But with next-gen whatever on the horizon, I wonder if they're worried about losing support on a lot of that. Yeah. I, I agree, Ben, I agree with everything you, you said. There's a, like, there's a lot of questions as a consumer to be answered. Mm -hmm. Right. If, this is going to be a, like a new system, essentially. Like, where does it leave people who are adapting Switch just now right. or adopting it now? But also, Brad, your point is really good because I do think for the first time in a long time, third party Nintendo is on the cusp of actually like winning over third parties that believe in this system that it's worth it to bring over your biggest games. Mortal and, Kombat 11 yeah. on Switch, and they're and I think they're getting feedback from third parties like, hey, we really do want to put like. Gavin's probably saying, we want to put Deadly Crap, we put Monster in the World, we want to put this on your system, we can't do it. Your system yeah. is not there, and the streaming thing we tried out, you know, it, it's not there either for your system. Right. Can you meet, can you do something to make us meet halfway because we want to get our games on your system, and they do sell. They sell, some of them sell the best on your platform, yeah. despite, you know, the visual, like, disadvantage you have, visual fidelity you have, the disadvantage you have compared to the other versions. And I think maybe Nintendo's finally been convinced that, hey, you know, we don't want we don't want to be left behind, but what if we did push it a little bit further so that ports aren't that hard to do right. for, for these AAA like third party games and we have them all on here from day one. Mm -hmm. I think that momentum is there right now. Yeah, I, I think that's I think that's great. Um, but let's say just hypothetically uh, they're like Capcom's like, hey, we're gonna put Monster Hunter World with the Iceborne expansion out on Switch. It only runs on the new Switch. That's yeah, that, that, no, 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 that's totally that's exactly. I know you're saying that, but I also yeah. see that as well, Ben. Yeah, like that's gonna anger a lot of people. When we talked about the potential of this on the last, or when we talked about this last, yeah, we we're like people are gonna get outraged if the system can only run like oh, like even that, like not just third party stuff. But like when Nintendo ever dared, I mean, I don't think they would, but what if they put like. Breath of the Wild 2 only runs on Switch 2. 
doesn't run on like right. I don't think they'll do that. But like, how angry consumers would get, and they're like, "What about me? I this is a two year old system. Why are you screwing me over mm-hmm. this soon?" And it's, I feel like um, the the switch's messaging has been pretty on point. It's been simple for people to understand. If suddenly you introduce this new console and you create that divide especially like from a casual consumer's perspective, that creates a lot of confusion and potentially like anger or disinterest when they don't understand like, oh, hey, I want to buy this console for my grandkids. Wait, I have to get this special version and not the old version. And then there's also another cheaper one that doesn't come with a dock. Like, I don't know. I wonder how it is navigating Mm -hmm. That space is in it. We've had had kind of complexity for a while with like, hey, there are different hard drive sizes in these different consoles. It's not like those divides don't exist. And you mentioned phones. It's the same thing there. So maybe it's not as much of a problem, but it's just something that immediately pops into my head. Sure. Yeah. It works better, Ben, when it's an incremental upgrade. Like PS4 Pro, right? Yeah. Xbox One and X, X. Right. when you can still. And play that's what everything. we thought this was going to be: a new 3DS to the 3DS, right. which. Any game you can play on this system, you'll still be able to play an OG Switch. It'll just run at lower settings. Right. Yeah, they come out with this. I feel like this has to be like a whole new like console approach. I don't think they can keep the same messaging. I think they have to. They would have to start marketing it as something different. And I would worry because one, they have a good thing going for them right now. Two, they prove that when they're making like a successor to a system and it has the same name and branding. They didn't do it right with Wii to Wii U, right? No. And like that amount, they they failed at spectacularly at the messaging with that. I don't think they'll fail that bad again. But there is that concern, like if you have a cheaper Switch, a next gen Switch, and then the OG Switch, you have three SKUs. Yeah. Like, and you made the perfect illustration there. Like, you know, clue, you know, grandparent, you know, buying it for their kid, and like, wait, it doesn't play these games. Like, now I go back and buy something. Is it just the dock? Do I just need to buy the dock? Is the dock to switch to? Right. Or do I buy a new console? Like, I, I just, yeah, I feel like they have to, I have to believe they're thinking about some kind of solution to bridge the gap between if there's going to be three versions, somehow they're able to all run the same thing. But the the, the this new powerful model, right. if it's going to be a switch to, it's still, it can run what it can, but it doesn't put the other ones, leave them behind. Mm-hmm. Whether that's streaming services you know maybe they are partnering with like there's this whole theory that microsoft nintendo is so buddy buddy now because nintendo well what is nintendo getting out of this like you know they're getting their they're getting these games but what what else do they want from this it's are they maybe getting project x cloud like will microsoft actually offer them the ability to run higher end games on their older system the switch through through streaming because like oh yeah you don't need to buy a switch too you're just gonna have to use the project X Cloud X Cloud app to play mm-hmm. Monster Hunter World with the the expansion and everything like that or if like right. you know Del May Cry Five finally comes out like sorry you're gonna need to use the project X Cloud app or something like that sure I, I don't know how feasible that is or not or if that's a good solution yeah yeah I, I, I don't know there's basically this is the problem we have a lot of questions yeah, yeah. but E three is around the corner so I'm hoping they talk about this at E three. Yeah, just on a personal level, it's hard not to want that because I love the concept of the Switch so much and having just both old and new and indie games right there on the go be so easily accessible. If I want to plop it on a TV, it's no hassle. Like, just the concept of the Switch has worked for me so well, so if I can make that library, that pool even bigger with with better-looking games, like, I want it, like, I'm in, and maybe enough people would feel the same way that they could overcome a lot of the hurdles. Like, maybe there's there's enough of an audience there. Mm. Um, 
a question I'm going to ask you, like, to kind of wrap this up. Um, yeah. Some final thoughts. Like, my final thought on this is, uh, I wonder if you agree, as well as you, Brad, mm-hmm. if, if this is going to be, like, a Switch 2 and yeah. not, like, an incremental upgrade, I think it absolutely has to be backwards compatible. Yeah. Yes. Like, I was everything it, it you bought digitally or physical needs to carry over to that system. And I think that helped with 3DS, too. Because 3DS still has, like, that weird name kind of going from DS to 3DS, but it seemed to work out better than Wii to Wii U, mm-hmm. I guess. But they were backwards compatible. Yeah. So yeah, it, it, would, it would have to be yeah. backwards compatible. Uh, like, would be such a deal breaker. Oh, yeah. They'd be <laughs> shooting themselves in the foot. Oh, yeah. 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 All right. I mean, it's speculation, everyone. Like, we don't know what's going to happen. Maybe E3, they'll shed some light on it. I think at the very least we'll hear about the this light version at E3. Yeah, I think E3 yeah. will hear Just about that. Just the thought of getting a new Microsoft console, a new Sony console, and a brand new Nintendo console next year. Like, that's it's crazy. Craziness. All three of them going head to head for is once coming. the same year. That yeah, they're always off by like a year. Like right. one of them will always be off. That they all came out in the same. Oh my right. gosh. Woo. Yeah. Yeah. Expensive. Price yeah. Expensive. Yeah. Price yeah. And then Nvidia is going to come out and they're going to be like, actually, we can actually jack you into the matrix. Yeah. Uh, for so, three thousand yeah. dollars, we're going <laughs> to send you this chair per hour. Yeah. Oh. All right, let's let's move along. Um, we got some more fun speculation. Ooh. This is this is the current like hot topic on uh, social media right now in regards to a tweet from Reggie Fizeme, the the <laughs> now former president and CEO of Nintendo of America, who retired uh, last day was this past Sunday. Yeah, uh, Doug Bowser has since taken over for them, but they opened up their own, uh, their own personal account, and they've been tweeting out images of some of their retirement uh, gifts they've been getting. <laughs> And they're one of the more so sweet. Yeah, they're great stuff. Yeah. Like the Jeff Keeley one, he got the poster was so good. I was like, I mean, I was, gotta, I gotta follow this. I've been missing out on some it's goodness. good stuff on there. One of the more recent ones was a a thank you from Retro to Reggie. They made them a custom piece of artwork which has Reggie illustrated in the middle, surrounded by retro characters. Uh, they got Samus. They got a Metroid. They got like Donkey Kong, Diddy Kong, Dixie Kong, and in the bottom left corner. There's just this metal hand, this metal robotic hand, and it's it's obscured by a Mario statue, cl- like conveniently placed, not conveniently, it's strategically placed, and everyone's like, wait a second, whose whose hand is that? And then people are like, come on, it's just like some dumb robot enemy from a Donkey Kong game or something. You or know from whose a hand Metroid. that is? Who is it? Cyber Banjo. Cyber <laughs> Banjo. He's coming back. Yeah. You know what? If Richard did it, I'd be okay with it. <laughs> He's like right in, dude. He's like half cyborg. Yeah, he's like, you wanted Banjo back? Banjo's he's back here. for revenge. A um, lot of people have been trying to like, oh, it's got to be. Everyone's like, it has to be something. We're just, it's some old series that we're just forgetting, and it's a troll. <laughs> and people put out their best guesses, but everyone's like, we this isn't anything concrete. What is this? Yeah. And people thought, well, maybe we're just making a mountain out of a molehill here. Maybe this isn't anything until... Uh, Retro Studios concept artist Enrique Rivera replied to a comment about the image and teased that it was something legit because someone replied, goes, oh shit, is that is that what I think it is? And Enrique replied, goes, yep, it is. And then the guy goes, oh my god, it's happening. What did he think it is? They won't say because they bo- they're, uh, they're both in the know and they're, they're Retro employees. But they're not allowed to say anything. Come on, so man. Now, what a so, tease, dude. so now it's like, wait a second. We know Retro's working on Metroid Prime, the next Witcher Prime. There's been rumors about what they've been working on in the past, but we haven't seen anything about it. Robot arm. Are we finally going to see a long-awaited Retro project that's been rumored forever? Like, it's not Metroid Prime 4. 
It's Bionic Commando. It's back. <laughs> They're doing it. Uh, people are saying it was a series, an old series called Teleboxer. Oh, uh, okay. There's a piece of artwork that, that looks oh. kind of like it. And they're like, oh, Retro's making a new new game in that series. Do you ever get the sense that just kind of as a collective society, we maybe look into video game rumors and specifically retro rumors with like a greater intensity than like the, our own government? Yeah. <laughs> There's more, of a, mm-hmm. I think more effort applied there. I, sometimes I think because A, it, to people, they find it more fun. Oh sure, uh, it is. I mean, we don't need to get in. There's a lot of obvious reasons yeah, yeah, for yeah. it, you know. Um, but it, but it is fun. And it is very fun. This is this is really fun to follow as well. And it's just another part of the speculation cycle and leading up to E3. Always fun. I, it, I think it's story. pretty safe at this point. We're going to see something from Retro, whether it's guaranteed. Some, yeah, some kind of tease. And it's great that Reggie, even though he's not with Nintendo anymore. He's still giving out. It was like one last tease. Yep. Like, oh, like I, I love it. It's it's such a fun thing. Yeah. Um. And so, just I guess personally, Damiani, mm-hmm. do you think it is going to be a new retro thing, or they're going to be bringing something back? I, I can see it going either way. I I I I, I totally can see it being like an original game mm-hmm. concept they've come up with. Yeah. Um, that might be why it's so hard for people to guess, and they were confident in showing even the hand. Sure, you know how Nintendo fans are. Oh yeah, if it was anything remotely like re- like related to an existing IP, yeah, they would have probably. It. So it's either a new character or a new take on a character in an existing IP that is going to be radically different looking, so we can't tell, or it is a brand new IP. I think that's a very good point. Some people are speculating it might be Rob from like because it's Star Fox Racing rumor, mm-hmm. and it's like Rob's hand. I'm like, I don't know. That that seems a little too mm-hmm. like. That, that probably wouldn't be their style. They like tease that, but well, I don't know. I'm very curious to see what it's going to be. And I think I can't hmm. wait for E3 now. Yeah, E3, baby. It's almost here. It's almost yeah, it's here. Close, in dude. Two months, Goodbye, baby. Um, as we uh, get ready to wrap up this episode, we're almost done here. Uh, I just want to say MPD numbers didn't come out in time. Uh, even, even Kyle, who's hanging around in the studio today, was disappointed they didn't get released. He loves MPDs. Um, so unfortunately, excuse me, they weren't out in time. But, uh, there's not always a lot to talk about in terms of just, like, Nintendo-specific stuff. It's better saved for the main podcast anyway. Um, I do want to quickly just mention, because uh, I know I'll get called out for, like, missing this news. It broke today. Uh, apparently, Switch is going to see an official release in China, courtesy of Tencent. Uh, Tencent is apparently in negotiations with Nintendo to distribute Nintendo consoles in China uh, and publish apparently publish their software there as well. I don't know if it will still be under Nintendo with Tencent's logo as well. Um, this is a big deal, uh, just really quick, because uh, it's notoriously hard to uh, put out consoles in, in China. Yeah. In fact, for uh, up until 2015, there was a 15-year ban on consoles. From 2000 to 2015, Why? you weren't allowed to release console because uh, the, the reason given was the... Uh, the uh, where was it? Uh, about the physical and mental development of... Uh, of youth, they thought it would have a negative effect on mental and physical development of children. Um, well, that's completely correct. Yeah. So that <laughs> that was true. a government ruling. Uh, you have to apply for uh, licenses uh, from the government for every single game or system. Apparently, like every single physical system has to be inspected by somebody there as Whoa. well. It's it's very strict. They have uh, the government actually froze new licenses for new games for up to a year, up to uh, as of February of 2019, dating back a year. 
and it significantly like affected a lot of companies, including Tencent, which you know is a, is a Chinese uh, corporation. Mm-hmm. They, their stocks took a huge hit when uh, China implemented this freeze on new licenses. So it is very difficult to do business there. But a lot of people, it is the reason people want to do business there because it is one of the biggest markets in the world. Oh yeah. In terms of video game markets, apparently it has surpassed even the U.S. market to be the bi- biggest video game market. Yeah, and it's always interesting when you have like well-known properties do a specific game that only comes out and caters specifically to the Chinese market. I was going to mention yeah. that, Ben. There's a lot of games that like just want to see their their version released there, how much they have to alter it to meet uh, approval and be authorized to release there. What was the... Kingdom Hearts, right? Call of Duty did one. Call of Duty. Yeah. Like, what was the one where they removed, like, the casinos and, like, the skulls? Was that actually Call of Duty or was that a... They remove that like sounds vaguely familiar, but, but uh, I mean, it might be multiple know. games. Um, hmm. But there's been a lot of like instances where they companies will have to make a Chinese version to meet their uh, their their policies and stuff. I, I don't know if eerie is the right word, hmm. but it it is uh, interesting, I guess, how much Tencent comes up in so many different things within games now, mm-hmm. uh, and that's just just only become more prolific they over time. Diablo. Immortal is that them? I don't know if they're doing Diablo Immortal. They they uh, like have a chunk, huge chunk of Epic. Oh okay. Yeah, they do Epic. They uh, they they're involved in a lot of game companies. Mm. Yeah. They, but uh, it's it's getting yeah. to the point, Brad, where you could have said a bunch of things there, and I'd be like, yeah, possible. It's, it's possible. Yeah. It's believable. It, it, it yeah, it's believable. Um, yeah, like Nintendo does have a little bit of history in China. They they launched the something called the IQ back in two thousand three. Which is literally just a controller that plugged into your TV. That's how they got around the console ban. It was uh. a controller. Um, it played N64 games, but they came on uh, flashcards essentially. Oh, okay. That plugged that you lo- lo- loaded them into the the controller, the, the controller directly. Is that then- the same thing? Like uh, when I was, I even see it like somewhat recently. I'd go to a hotel someplace. And they'd be like, "Hey, do you want to play N64 games?" And they'd have an N64 controller plugged into a hotel or like. GameCube, maybe? Did you guys ever see this oh, when you were traveling? I, mean, I yeah, feel I've like they've had those once before. Yeah. Just with At some point, yeah. yeah. I think they sort of work similar. Yeah. Okay. Like, same concept. But, yeah, the, this could be – this could obviously improve Nintendo's, like, financial status. Oh, yeah. Sure. Uh, I mean, they're in a good oh, place. Yeah. Make things even better. Um, who knows what possibilities will come from that. If that – Keeps getting us more JRPG characters in Smash than Yeah, this is how this deal is oh, actually no. why Chrono is happening. They oh. now have the money to pay the ten million dollar fee to Square Enix. Yeah. <laughs> like, you want Chrono? Ten million dollars. And then ten, they see the check Tencent, like, all right, good. <laughs> We're making it happen. Um but yeah, that happened today. News broke for that. Mm. Um but yeah, that is a. Uh, that's all the news I got. Um, I apologize. I'm going to apologize in advance because a lot of these topics developed over the last few days, and I kept having to update the call for Patreon que- uh, patron questions. I know it was originally just, originally just Cuphead and Smash Brothers, and there's so much more here. I know a lot of you would have loved to answer, uh, ask questions about it. It's just It was just a hectic week with so much news breaking. It just, I did the best I could, so... I want to thank everyone who did get their questions in and for submitting questions and for putting up for with two different posts calling for questions 
and still people submitted to both of those. So thank you very much for that. If you would like to submit uh, a question for consideration for a future episode of Friend Code, you need to be a $5 and up patron um, that I will make a post the week that we will be recording. I'll let you know what we'll be talking about and so you can craft your question around that to help drive to the discussion. Um, if you're also a $5 and up patron, you also get this episode and episodes of a lot of our other shows uh, early as part of our early access tier. Um, and uh, the exception to that with Friend Code will always be if there's a breaking news episode uh, in between when we record. Those go up immediately. But thankfully, the news broke pretty much like the week we we're recording. So worked out great this time. Um, yeah, that was a lot to talk about. Yeah, a lot. Any like, final episode. thoughts? I, I feel like I... Even though it's like been like an hour and twenty minutes, which is like longer than we usually go, I feel like didn't get everything in. I feel like there's just so much more we could have talked about. Yeah, I think just the yeah. realization to me is it's it's an exciting time. It feels like so much is happening, yeah. not just with a Nintendo, but uh, Nintendo is a big part of it. So yeah, yeah, yeah. it's it's fun getting on here. I think and when going we're wild. like near the end of a generation in games too, it's yeah. just always exciting because we don't know right. everything that's coming. Like if every if all three of them are introducing stuff, it's really Really exciting time, mm-hmm. inexpensive time. And I don't remember if you know Brad, but uh, I was making an argument for why I call. I made a prediction that E3, they they have to talk about Breath of the Wild too. They have to. It pretty much has to be talked about there. Dumbass. These Do are my not demands. Put these thoughts in my head, man. <laughs> it'll, it'll just. They, it will be such a long gap between uh, the release of Breath of the Wild, which is March of 2017, and the announced like official reveal of a new Zelda. It's now the longest gap. Is now the longest I feel gap. Like the gap the... just gets longer though, as Zelda's gone on. It feels no, like. they've all been with like uh, after release of a mainline Zelda within like a year and a half, a new Zelda has been officially announced. Like not, not they said in December 2017, AJ Newman said we're working on the next Zelda, the 3D Zelda, mm-hmm. and I don't count that. I'm talking about like a title reveal, artwork, something concrete. I don't think they'll do that till they're closer to the reveal. No, uh, I, I think that's going to be the trend. I think it's now. coming out next year. Retro Ooh, is working. I think on it's Beth coming out in too. 2020. Woo! I think it's coming out Woo! next year. Yachty, yeah, baby. Yeah, yeah they get excited. Oh I think it's coming God, out next so year, Ben. Excited. You know what else is happening at E3, Ben? Xenoblade Chronicles 3 is getting announced. <laughs> <laughs> it's happening. Oh, my God. It's getting announced. And, and Shadow Drop. And Shadow yeah, Drop. Yeah, there you go. Oh. <laughs> Shin Megami five is coming this oh, year. Oh, man. <laughs> yeah. Uh, oh, I Just as great as those things would be, just some nice, like, long gameplay and a release date for Shin Megami Tensei Five would be nice because yeah, yeah. that's help, that's help the only out. thing from that uh, announcement that hasn't a January reveal event yeah. that hasn't come to fruition yet. Best yeah. games take forever. <laughs> they got Joker times. right though. So they yeah. got Joker right. They got it right. Thank you both for joining me on this yeah. episode. It's thank you, a pleasure. Man. And uh, thank fun. you, thank you, Hubert, for stopping in. Uh, special appearance. Talk about his Smash Brothers thoughts as well on the reveal. Uh, But until next time, may the way of the hero lead to the Triforce.